the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so All right, Squirrel, I can see here right on Studio WGN News, little Dick Durbin, sconced by local moron thieving Democrats. We'll discuss the local calamity later. But for right now, I want to talk a little weapons deal. Yes, we're going to get to Ukraine, Squirrel. Don't get excited. I know you love that song. In the meantime, I'm a little concerned. An accounting error at the Pentagon overvalued U.S. aid sent to Ukraine by $3 billion. Reuters cited two defense officials who said weapons taken from the U.S. military stock had been assigned a much higher value than they should have been. The officials also say there are inconsistencies in how the equipment sent to Ukraine has been valued. The error could result in the U.S. sending more weapons to help in the war against Russia. Well, the actor, the pretend president, by the way, Ukraine has suspended presidential elections, guaranteeing that this, how are you doing, little tiny gangster who's mysteriously worth $600 million in Cyprus, that's before he stole the $400 million in money from us. You remember this. President Zelensky is under fire for corruption. A new report says he embezzled the aid money. Well, maybe we just keep marking up the prices and no one will notice. He's in Saudi, where he was able to blend in with those crooks. President Volodymyr Zelensky of Ukraine has made a surprise visit to Saudi Arabia to join a summit of Arab leaders. Mr Zelensky will be in attendance with the likes of longtime Russian ally Syrian President Bashar al-Assad. The Ukraine president says he will meet with the kingdom's leader, Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. On Twitter earlier, Mr Zelensky said, beginning my first ever visit to the kingdom of Saudi Arabia to enhance bilateral relations and Ukraine's ties. Here's the good news, Zelensky. Everybody there is related to each other. They marry their first cousin. So your pinheadedness will blend right in. You'll blend right in. In the meantime, there's a report in The Intercept released late last night. Turns out that uh, the Pentagon, our Pentagon, at the direction of Joe Biden, you know, the humanitarian, has sold a record amount of... $85 billion, the most weapons ever sold by the American government. 48% of the weapons went to autocratic countries. In some cases, countries we have conflicts with. Now, what the hell is going on? The Pentagon can't find the money. They've lost $6 trillion from 2000 to now. $6 trillion. And we're buttered up against a debt ceiling. And I have to be worried that Social Security checks won't go up. Let's go look for some of the money, shall we? The Pentagon has finished its first ever audit, possibly the biggest, most complex audit ever done. You know what year that was, Squirrel? 2019. It was after Rumsfeld discovered we lost $2.3 trillion. But before this new administration under Biden admitted we lost $2.7 
trillion dollars. So it's fair to say the agency had low expectations. Deputy Secretary of Defense Patrick Shanahan said Thursday, we failed the audit, but we never expected to pass it. As Shanahan put it, the fact that the Pentagon did the audit in the first place is substantial, adding everyone was betting against us that we would even do the audit. Betting against you. See, you, hey, morons, you answer to we the people. What do you mean you're not going to do it? Is that how we should approach our taxes? I don't think I'm going to do it. What do you say? A new question this evening about your money, hundreds of millions in taxpayer dollars and about how the Pentagon is keeping track of its spending. An independent audit finding the Pentagon's accounting failed to provide a paper trail for hundreds of millions in your money in construction projects. Mary, Construction projects, construction. Oh, you mean like the housing contract given to Joe Biden's crooked brother who never built a house, doesn't know what side of a hammer to grab, but somehow got a one point five billion dollars contract to build houses in iraq after george bush invaded iraq my fellow citizens at this hour american and coalition forces are in the early stages of military operations to disarm iraq to free its people and to defend the world from grave danger yeah i think it was more to hide some of the stealing you see that's what's going on That's why there are no peace talks. There is no diplomacy. There's an emergency to lift the debt ceiling. The only good news is there are a a few, a few articles out there that are exposing the real crooks in this country. Let's move on now. The Pentagon has overvalued U.S. equipment it sent to Ukraine. A sources-based report filed by news agency Reuters says the accounting error was of around $3 billion U.S. dollars. The major accounting error comes at a time when the U.S. is in the middle of an unprecedented debt crisis. Reuters says the error was the result of assigning a higher-than-warranted value on weaponry that has taken or was taken from U.S. talks and then shipped to Ukraine. Since August 2021, the United States has sent weapons valued at about $21.1 billion to Ukraine from its stockpiles. And Russia blew them up a week ago, and you're not getting any coverage. In fact, when you turn on the media, they've got this idiot with his Transformer sweatshirt on, pretending he's winning a war, pretending he represents a country where he froze all the elections. There are no elections in Ukraine because Ukraine, after all, isn't really a country. It's a cash station for corruption. Russia is weak. We beat it even when it has more weapons in their hands. You didn't do Jack Zelensky. I mean, aside from killing your own people for the last eight years in your civil war. In fact, if it wasn't for the stupid Americans that support their crooked government, you wouldn't have you wouldn't even be recognized as a country and you'd probably be in prison where you should be. Its aggressiveness doesn't come from strength, but from the understanding that the time of empires has passed. No, 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 Zelensky. This this whole thing is a manufactured chaos, not only because you were acting as a staging ground for weapons, NATO weapons pointed at Russia but because you were under strict investigation, it was getting pretty obvious what kind of a crooked bastard you are. Convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a... And now that we know the FBI, in conjunction with the mafia, the Democrat mafia, Not only censor any kind of information, but protect the mafia. It's starting to all pan out as to why exactly 
there is a lack of investigation into this crook. Aside from the fact it's very hard to find out that he just got rid of the elections. You see, the good people trapped in this corrupt government may have voted against Zelensky, but now there is no way they can. There are no elections. Look at us. We're the hub of democracy. It was released by an American investigative journalist, Seymour Hirsch. He says Zelensky and his team have embezzled about $400 million. $400 million. Apparently, this was done last So now, Joe Biden and the Pentagon that doesn't want to have an audit happen can't account for what we now know is $6 trillion. $6 trillion in 20 years. They're selling weapons to autocrats and dictators like Joe Biden, like fat boy Pritzker, and every other Marxist fascist pig out there who are all corrupt. And if Zelensky in the day of light is stealing hundreds of millions, dare I say billions, what are all of these other scoundrels and scallywags stealing? The United States will commit $55 billion to Africa over the next three years, a White House official has said. By the way, Squirrel, do you know the only two places where slavery is still prominent, acceptable, and part of the culture? Saudi Arabia, where Zelensky is, and Africa, where we not only are giving $55 billion, but we're selling weapons to the slave master dictators of these third world hellhole countries that don't have toilet paper or running water, but they got our weapons. And in the meantime, what do the American people say? Oh, it's time for reparations here. United States has a moral and legal obligation to provide reparations for the enslavement of Africans. Black people in our... Hey, Corey. Hey, stupid. What about Africa where they still have slaves or Saudi Arabia? Do they owe you anything or you just want to cash in here, huh, honey? I mean, after all, you're already a Congress birthing person who doesn't deserve it. In the meantime, why don't you do your job in Congress and find our fracking money? We are, as they say, uh, tangled in our anchor chain. Our financial systems are decades old. According to some estimates, we cannot track $2.3 trillion in transactions. That's okay, though, Squirrel, because the next day we found the passport of a Saudi guy right outside of the tower where he was in the plane and flew the plane in the building. But the passport floated down unharmed, unscathed. We found it. And those were terrorists. And that gave that gave George Bush a good opportunity for him and Dick Cheney and all the rest of the crooked bastards to steal hundreds of billions, dare I say a trillion. On my orders, coalition forces have begun striking selected targets of military importance to undermine Saddam Hussein's ability to wage war. These are opening stages of what will be a broad and concerted campaign. What good was that whole thing? How are we doing in Iraq? Oh, they don't have elections either? Oh, look it. They're like Ukraine. That's because the time of free independent nations will never end. And Ukraine proves it. I wish you peace. I invite you to cooperate directly with our country without... There's only one thing Ukraine proves. The entire foreign policy of America is set up for deception and thievery. Ukrainian prosecutors say they've arrested the head of the country's Supreme Court over an alleged bribery case a day after releasing these photos that appear to show stacks of American $100 bills lined up on a couch found during an investigation. In you know what's nice about Ukraine, though? It's cheaper to buy the head of the Supreme Court. After all, you could buy this whore for $2.7 But the wife of a high-ranking politician, ooh, they're expensive. 
The wife of a Ukrainian politician has been caught allegedly smuggling 28 million dollars and 1.3 million euros in cash. Anastasia Kotvitska was caught by the authorities in neighboring Hungary carrying cash stashed in suitcases. How much is Hungary? You could buy Hungary for 28 million. She had 30 million on her. In the meantime, there's a reason that the Dimwit in diapers is hiding. Because now you're going to sell and be sold more money for corruption. You'll be giving more of your money away to these oligarchs, building more and more corruption. Because nowadays it's normal. Despite what you might be thinking, these two circles are not equal. I repeat, these two circles are not equal. One is in fact larger than the other. What I need you to do is determine which one that is. So, please raise your hand if you believe the blue circle is larger than the red. All right. Please raise your hand if you believe the red circle is larger than the blue. All right, very good. Now, before I said anything about these two circles, what was your first instinct? Equal, right? Because they look equal. And the reason why they look equal is because, in fact, they are equal. These two circles are identical. Yet I got just about every one of you to raise your hand and say that they're not. So what do we learn? That the American people are stupid. And before you know it, they'll be giving their hard tax dollars away, bankrupting themselves to enrich corrupt oligarchs. Any, any intermediaries... And may our and your friends act in a coordinated manner for the peace and good of people. You're not the president of a country. You're a bag man. 312-642-5600. We'll be back. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM 560, The Answer. Watching Chicago news from Chicago is quite depressing. But they spend probably 40% of the time bashing either Trump or DeSantis. This story got exactly 23.3 seconds. An accounting error at the Pentagon overvalued U.S. aid sent to Ukraine by $3 billion. Reuters cited two defense officials who said weapons taken from the U.S. military stock had been assigned a much higher value than they should have been. The officials also say there are inconsistencies in how the equipment sent to Ukraine has been valued. The error could result in the U.S. sending more weapons to help in the war against Russia. Because the American people have been robbed by the American Pentagon, American policies... For the last hundred years, and nobody gives a rip. That's because for nearly three decades, the Pentagon hasn't conducted one, even though it's been required to since 1990, when then-President George H.W. Bush signed the Chief Financial Officers Act into law. That law requires all government agencies to conduct internal audits. The Defense Department says it was reluctant to conduct one in the past, but Defense Secretary Jim Mattis demanded one. The Pentagon's audit covered $2.7 trillion in assets and $2.6 trillion in liabilities for the 2018 fiscal year, and took nearly a year to complete. Shanahan says some of the major issues auditors found were inventory accuracy and compliance with cybersecurity. The dep- there, it's like a PX in Vietnam. They're stealing it all. And in the meantime, we're butted up against the debt ceiling. We're going to have to raise taxes. We have to increase spending. Otherwise, you're not going to get your Social Security. Where is Kevin McCarthy? Where is he? You big dummy. I want my money back. Here, I just found $6 trillion from the Pentagon. Go get it, dummy. Now we're not butted up against the debt ceiling, you crook. Marcy Elgin. 
Hi, Sean. Uh, I'll make it fast, I hope. The sovereignty of our country. Starting this Sunday, the World Health Organization and our leaders are going to make a big push to take our sovereignty away. It's going on for nine days. And and we have to stop this. Hopefully, people will call their reps and senators in D.C., even in the state, and say, absolutely not. We will keep our sovereignty. Thank you. And we, we will not be a part of the World Health Organization. And we're not going to deal with the U.N. because if that happens, we have no more rights. I like it, Marcy. I couldn't, couldn't agree more with you. And I hope that they start to try and convince the south side of Chicago, the north side of Chicago, exactly what they need to do about the World Health Organization. <laughs> it's a very, it's a very sad story, James. But Chicago, oh, where is it? Tanya and Terrell, they are shaken up and they are cleaning up this morning. This has the whole neighborhood rattled. The shootout started right here at these gas pumps, and this morning we are seeing the shootout from several surveillance cameras in the area. Take a look. You hear that? The loud bro- yeah, that's Irving Park Road. Why don't they, why doesn't the World Health Organization go to Irving Park Road around one in the morning? Tell those guys what they need to do for the future. Debbie, Portage, Indiana. Yes, uh, Hammond, Indiana, around uh, six p.m. I was traveling uh, southbound, and uh, the person and I'm going to be very respectful because we don't want these people uh, coming to our house. This is going to be a Chicagoan move next door to you, but go ahead. Uh, (laughs) um, The gentleman that was uh, riding on the Dan Ryan on the Dan Ryan Expressway, the horse. Yeah, yeah, sure. He he ended up in Hammond, Indiana. Again, was was arrested by uh, House of Pizza. This Uh, happened last night again, and it did not make it did not make any. Headlines. Was he riding his horse with a pizza in his hand? Why was he at the House of Pizza? Uh, that's where he got arrested. Well, maybe it's part of a new green program where pizza delivery guys have to ride horses. You never know, Debbie. But that stuff doesn't get covered because we have to propagandize these morons. Kind of like that guy uh, that you knew was mentally ill, you know, when he showed up in the dress, the bald guy for uh, for Joe Biden. What's his name? Britain. Did you hear about this moron? Sam Brighton? Britain? Whatever. He's clearly mentally ill. Airline passengers can breathe easy because the man behind the most infamous airline heist since D.B. Cooper has been brought to justice. That's right. Sticky Sammy is in handcuffs again. And no, it's not the fuzzy kind. Biden's non-binary former new guru and convicted bag snatcher was arrested last night at his Maryland home and charged with grand larceny. Police picked him up for being a, quote, fugitive from justice. So wait, does that make him a gender outlaw? You couldn't tell. From the fact that he was bald, man with lipstick in a dress, you couldn't tell there might be a problem? Throughout my career, I have focused on the intersection between medical, mental, and behavioral health. Hey, you, why don't you go look at this Sam Britton? You know, your co-worker, he had a little bit of a problem. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die. On the Sean Thompson Show at AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. You know, Squirrel, cut me in or cut it out. It's an old mobster neighborhood expression. And it was done that like that way for the neighbors. Because the neighbors would know when when shady stuff was going on. 
Back then, bookmakers used to operate out of a house. They'd have 50 phone lines going in, and it would be cut me in or cut it out. That's exactly what happens with the Republicrats and this corrupt dimwit in diapers, this whore pretending to be a president. Cut me in or cut it out. They're all in on it, and they understand. All we have to do is control the conversation, direct the conversation. So we'll make them feel like there's a good team and a bad team. A bad team. But no matter what, we'll achieve the same goals. This was scandalous, by the way, in the 80s. They found back then the Pentagon stealing, too. It used to say it paid 5000 for a hammer. But that's when they had to account for the money. Now they just don't audit it. And they say on the news, oh, we made a mistake. And then they say $3 billion, But Okay, but what about the rest of the money? Ah, don't worry about it. We're up against the debt ceiling. we got to increase the debt. Well, we, we've got to get movement by the White House, and we don't have any movement yet. So, uh, yeah, we've got to pause. What's the holding on? seemed really optimistic yesterday, is it? Yeah, I mean, yesterday, yesterday, yesterday I really felt we were at the location where I could see the path. The, the White House is just, look, we can't be spending more money next year. We have to spend- it's the same bulldog. It's the same. Hey, man up, McCarthy. I know it's not your nature, you weasel. Man up. I don't want to hear what kind of, I see the way in the lighthouse. Do your freaking job or shut this son of a gun down tomorrow. You understand? And you go back to when this country was strong. 2019 spending, not a freaking penny more. And I want to know where my money is in the Pentagon. You hear me? Because it's mine. I'm one of those morons you extort every week. Me. You, however, I don't, I don't think you ever had a job, right? Didn't you win the lottery? Then you went and sat on the lap of a corrupt Senator or congressman in California. And I believe he was at the center scandal of Rubbergate, where Congress is allowed to bounce the fracking checks of their own little campaigns, their own little offices, and the people pick it up. Remember that scandal? That's where this scallywag came from. So do you think this Republicrat is going to do anything for you? You're wrong. You're missing the picture. Beanie Schomburg. John. So you play two clips with Indian newscasters. So does this mean to get our American news, we have to watch international news because yes. they know what's going on? to get the accurate news because our news is censored. Because for the last three years, the Americans adopted willful slavery. They beg for it. This, is, this country built on freedom, built on a free press, now wants to be censored. It wants to have information redacted because it's scared. It's scared. And all it needs is an illusion of safety. So they have these talking Why idiot India mannequins. Why is India constantly reporting? They don't seem to care. Well, I think not every one of them is Indian. There are some that are also African. I get my news from everywhere around the world. I scour the news. And you know, want to know what's funny? You Some of those mm-hmm. stations, you can't get them on YouTube because Google's in on that, too. When I send clips to Honey Bunny oh. from, from Rumble, they're redacted. She can't get them. We had how many clips today pulled down, Honey Bunny? Four, four, four clips pulled down. Four clips because you wanted to get me. She wanted to get me one on Soros, and this is something. That's why played. I do watch them to get the news sometimes. Yeah, but I just find it ironic. My dad left India for a reason, and it's kind of like. Well, Beanie, it's 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 pretty sad. We have to watch Indian news to get American updates. Yeah, it is, but that's what happens when countries adopt censorship. This is something that was set on on path 
so that we would all buy the lie of COVID and we wouldn't ask where it was origin from, who invested in it, and why in the world Pfizer would open up a research and development lab in 2009 in Wuhan, China. Now we don't ask those questions. Thank you, Beanie. Appreciate Thank the call. You. By the way, this clip, we downloaded this. Otherwise, you wouldn't get Soros. Set up a foundation in Ukraine before Ukraine became independent. Now, I understand you can't hear him because he talks like the devil. But he said, I set up a foundation in Ukraine before Ukraine became independent. So you mean when it was the Soviet Union? Hey, you, devil. Is that what you mean? And then all of the loan guarantees because you had all the Democrats in your pocket, right? Like the Godfather. They started doing loan guarantees and nobody asked, why would you have loan guarantees in Ukraine? You know, while they were embroiled in scandal, the world's most corrupt European country. You know, that's even before they started killing their own people. Why would you do that? To convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev and, uh, and I was going supposed to announce that there is another billion dollar loan guarantee. See, and as vice president, it was orchestrated by the mafia that his crack smoking, whoremongering sister-in-law banging son would be a liaison. We'll put him on a board. We'll make it look legit and we'll wash millions through it. The whole time, those loan guarantees, the American taxpayer bailing out George Soros in an economy that we could buy and sell like chiclets before the war. The whole fracking country was worth $16 billion. You know, it would be like if the Pentagon went shopping for a new bathroom. Of uh, Russia. Um, and the foundation has been uh, functioning ever since. There is one person who was very deeply involved in Ukraine, uh, and, and that's Biden. He- He's, and that's a Biden. He talks like Zelensky. And that's Biden. Back then he was the vice president. It's a we don't have a Pentagon or a foreign policy. It's a cash station of corruption. He had a lot more patience than I had in, in trying to convert Poroshenko into a democratic leader. But the opportunity uh, to generate a united Ukraine uh getting it right is uh, is within your grasp and we want to be your uh, your partner your friend in the project and they had all of the three letter agencies in their pocket and when somebody came along who threatened this cash station of corruption just come up with the russia hoax the russia collusion. just come up with what we're doing and you throw it on this guy this stranger you throw it on anybody who threatens it or we'll just do what the gangsters do we'll cut them in because we ain't ever cutting it out. Right, crooks? 312-642-5600. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM560. The answer. That fries me. It's open and notorious thievery and lying. Oh, but you're going to fight for the budget. We're going to fight for the budget. Because what's cooked in the budget is all the nonsense bills that this dimwit and diapers shoved through right after he stole the election. Another $3 trillion in spending. And Kevin McCarthy and the Republicrats answer, we're just going to give you a 1% increase. How about a decrease, moron? Back to when the country was strong. 
right out in the open. Chris Orland Park. Hey, you got a pool down there in Florida? Perhaps. Pool, pond. I got that new uh, Adidas One Piece uh, came in the mail. I'm looking to break it in. You want to come in there? All right. We're going to look ridiculous together, me and my Speedo, you and your One Piece, but I'm willing to take a (laughs) shot as long as you buy lunch. You're good to the deal, Chris. Thank you. All right, man. Have a good weekend. Bye. Uh, Bill, what is this, Wasco? Where the hell is Wasco? Hey, hey, Sean, first-time I, caller. I love you. Where's Wasco? I, I, I have to tell you, I don't know. Well, it's, uh, alias Campton Hills. Oh, all right. Fair enough. That I know. I'll, Go I'll ahead. I'll St. Charles. Go ahead. Hey, got a good idea for all the extra IRS agents. <laughs> when we win the election in 2024, we can transfer them over to the GAO. I like that. Or I'd like to, how about if we just turn them right around? and tell them, I want a full forensic audit of everything. Everything and everybody. Otherwise, it'll be like the sewer of Chicago where they hire all their dumb friends who can't spell. And you get a job, and you get a job. They give out jobs like Oprah gave out cars, only the difference was Oprah made her money. These red bastards steal it. In the meantime, Bill, you stay strong and uh, enjoy your audit. Thank you very much. Hey, hey, yeah. hey, hey one quick point. All right. Well, that's College endowment. Take the money from there for student debt. Yeah, that's no. They, those aren't colleges, Bill. Those are trading firms that often have classes. Thank you very much. It's a money laundering scheme. And that's why they contribute so much money to the mafia. Cut me in or cut it out. George Naperville. Sean, I don't want to upset your stomach, but I heard those smarmy sports talkers that disrespected your friends on the morning show at AM560, and they spoke words that meant nothing to anyone with dignity and self-respect. It was a sham, not an apology. Well, you know something, George? You know they're cowards. I begged them to come to this. I, I, I stayed an extra two days. I heard that fat pig of it, the one. He, I heard he lives around Elmhurst. I kept trying to get his address, but my friends, they didn't want to give it to me. But I, 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 I invited them all. Come on by. I just want to look at your face. Let's see. Because what you did there, that wasn't an apology. You begged to keep your job. Sean, I'll have you apologizing. I'll bet you I can get you to apologize to my satisfaction. You want to bet? Go ahead. I bet. Can I say one thing? All right. I'd like to do a, a shout-out to Jim Brown, one of the greatest football players and movie stars that yeah. ever lived, and I loved him in the Dirty Dozen. I did, too. He was a great actor, great man. I liked him a lot. I liked him a lot. But when it comes to apologizing, here's how I feel about apologies. Apologize. Shut the f- up! Right. That's exactly right, you rat bastard. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Back to Florida after the show today? Right after this thing. Right after. <laughs> What I wanted to say is, did you hear this, uh, our favorite dummy, Bernie Sanders, when he uh, at a press conference, he said that the uh, Republicans are holding the country in uh, a hostage, and that if we uh, default, that the country is going to go into a turmoil. So him and 11 of his uh, Senate buddies, they wrote a letter to the president telling him to use the uh, 14th Amendment. You know why? You know what? They're trying to use Section 5 of the 14th Amendment. And it's funny, the whole reason that they had to put in Section 5 was due to a civil war. So if you try to if you try to turn this country into an autocratic dictatorship with this dimwit with dementia, you may need more civil war articles. You may need more because the idea that they even think they can circumvent our republic. That they would even consider it is a violation of their oath to office, which is why anybody that utters the word that Biden should become a dictator, 
they should be immediately removed from office. I don't know how the communist lowlife scum Bernie Sanders got into office, but then you realize what the communists were and who they are today. Here's a communist from 1970s before it became the Democrat platform. The communist vote is a vote for life, a vote for the communist ticket. It is a vote to end racism to all forms of discrimination. It is a vote for jobs, a vote for a decent income, a home for everyone, for full equality of women, especially on the job. It is a vote for free child care centers and for working mothers a six months maternity leave with full pay. It is a vote for free quality medical care, hospital care for all who need it. It is a vote for free college education for all regardless of income. We have the materials. We have the manpower to build a decent home for every family. Is that is that Bernie Sanders? Is that Joe Biden? Is that Kamala Harris? Or is that Adam Schiff? Which Democrat is it? Oh, that's a communist named Gus Hall. Well, congratulations. That's the Democrat mafia's platform. And while they're spewing that nonsense, they're stealing our money. So if this dimwit with dementia tries to implement a fascistic takeover of our economy and nullify Congress, then all bets are off. Here, how about this? This is my new position when it comes to the 14th Amendment. Go ahead. I dare you. I dare you to do it. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. My next guest, Professor so William Anderson. He's a senior editor at the Mises Institute and professor emeritus of economics at Frostburg State University. I believe you're retired, right, Professor? Hello? Last December. Oh. Did you hear me okay? Yeah, now I can. Are you enjoying your golden years as America is imploding? Oh, I'm working, man. (laughs) I know you are. In fact, I've got your article in my hand. And it's a very interesting point. You know, I... I've been playing a clip that I stumbled upon of Gus uh, Gus Hall. You remember the communist in 1972 who ran for president? And oh, yeah. It's funny as you listen to him, you, don't, you, you, know, you realize that I think we have the head of the CIA and the FBI who are supporters of his. But you hear his agenda. You hear his utopian promises, his altruistic demeanor of, of fascism, hidden fascism. And you realize that is the oh, yeah. new Democrat Party. And it's really part of of communism to balkanize a society. So when you look at it this way, it's it's kind of we're right on track for the plan to uh, seize control of our government through collective oligarchs, right? Well, I'll tell you what, it seems that way. Um, I mean, we're seeing a lot of stuff being rolled out by this administration that would have been absolutely mind-boggling a generation ago. They just wouldn't have accepted Not even the Democratic Party would have accepted No, especially if you have those people who consider themselves to be Kennedy Democrats who are really Reagan supporters. But when you look at this to a certain extent, when your new article, Biden's New Intersectionality, 
where equity policies meet bad economics. You can basically do anything under the guise of correcting racism that wasn't there among people with an IQ over 60, right? Yeah, and uh, and, and keep in mind what, what Biden really is saying is that uh, in order to justify this, the you know the thinking behind it is the people with good credit scores are responsible for the people with bad credit scores. It's their fault, you know. That if people didn't, if some people didn't have good credit scores, other people wouldn't have bad credit scores. And after all, we have to have equal outcomes. Now, Professor Anderson, uh, one thing that I, I, I always combat is the reality of our own history, where Black Americans if you talked about them as a country, would be the eighth richest country in the world. Not only that, if you look at the individual successes of people of all colors in this country, you realize there is no real issue. But if you can create one, now you can wield the mm-hmm. power of virtue. And at that point, you yeah. steal and in, are in charge of a tremendous amount of money, are you not? Yes, you are. And keep in mind, what the idea is that uh, is to get build a resentment and get people to resent something. And when you do that, uh, you can you know you can twist things in a lot of ways. And uh, and so you know once that you get this idea, somebody has something that you don't have, and it's and they're the ones responsible. They they took it away from you. Uh, and once you get, you know, and there are people that will be quite happy to accept that frame of thinking, as long as they think they're going to get something. Uh, at the same time, they're very, very wealthy. And they don't really care one way or the other, uh, or uh, they really don't think they're going to be affected by this. Well, it's funny. Wealthy people, I mean, outside of the corrupt gangster governments, don't actually bank in Cyprus. However, they've been able to shelter themselves and they really don't make money they don't have an income to tax so they can always circumvent promises of income tax and and all kinds of taxation when it comes to taking money that they've already made well after all that's unconstitutional so that should never fly but i'm curious to know what happens as they try to create this problem and you were talking in this article uh the summer of 2020 the smithsonian institute created a chart tell us about that how did that work out for them well, the chart, what it said was uh, it, it was there to condemn certain aspects of what it called whiteness. And that was stuff like, you know, showing up on time, working hard, saving money, um, things like that. And that that these were things then to be eliminated in society, that they were bad and we should not have, this should not be that way. And, uh, of course, you start thinking the alternative, uh, I'm sure that... Uh, uh, who are the president of this of the Smithsonian probably would not like it if people just uh, who had appointments with him. Uh, let's say his doctor, you know, let's say he had an appointment with this doctor and the doctor decides to show up six hours later. He probably wouldn't like that very much. But when you're speaking, you know, abstractly, well, then you can come up with just about anything. And uh, the, now the, there was an outcry and the Smithsonian withdrew that. But the point is that reflected the kind of thinking that, uh, you know, our political elites are dumping on us these days. And it, it's New York Times thinking and it's uh, uh, what we're seeing in higher education. So, uh, you know, I think that, you know, it was considered a faux pas at the time. But let's be honest that these guys were actually saying what they thought, you know, and well, they, you know, they were, it wasn't a mistake. No, but you know, what's funny. If you, if you look at the premise 
of these failed politicians, these political whores, all of whom are worth tens of millions of dollars. You look at their money, you realize it isn't possible. But the other thing you, you look at, you hear the way in which they justify the open racism mm-hmm. they want to promote in the name of correcting racism. You see the way that they really do think of, of people of color. And I cannot believe more and more people are not offended by this. It is outrageous to me that this entire government basically says to people of a certain color, you are not good enough to earn money. We're going to have to take it from these people. We're going to have to give it to you. And they sell it on all this idea of, say, reparations, for example. Well, I wonder, the first American slave owners were the Comanches. The Comanches were notable for conquering tribes and enslaving their women, killing their kids, raping all kinds of people. So will the Comanches be forced to pay any reparations to the 14 tribes they virtually eliminated? Uh, probably not. <laughs> but, probably I mean, if you not. look at no, our, I, our I, own history, it's yeah. ridiculous to, 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 to even promote this. But you can only do it if people were stupid. And my real question is, are there enough stupid people to keep promoting this? Well, I think that uh, you know, there's a difference between stupidity and cravenness. And a lot of times there's just cravenness and uh <clears throat> or people trying to score points and um and so you just and part of it also is if you keep putting it up there in the end it's like well we can't afford to do this and we don't have enough resources but we can do this we can do something that's smaller but you know in the end i think that it's none of these are good schemes and they you know, not only will they fail, they'll cause a lot of problems on the way out. And I, I you know, that it's, um, how do I say it? It's, it's something that if they ever were to put anything like this into practice, it would turn into a racket immediately. Well, it, and it, 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 it's funny because that's it always a racket. Well, that's always the goal. You know, it's, it, we had on a news blurb here, and I, every major city had it, that the Pentagon had, had uh, uh, calcul- uh, an error calculating the cost of things, and it cost the American people $3 billion. No one ever asks, well, was that yeah. the only mistake, or how do we get our money back? But when you reflect on our, our ignorance as American people, and you look at yeah. the bureaucracies that have to confess mm-hmm. every few years. The Pentagon is the greatest example of a money laundering fraud I've ever seen. It is beyond reproach. <laughs> there is no auditing. Nobody asks questions, and they actually confess. So far, we lost $6 trillion. We don't know where it is. But what we really need is more money to give Zelensky yeah. to kill people. I, I, I mean, it's a bizarre world, but isn't this kind of where we should be? Because I don't know what American policies, I don't know what American principles are. I don't know what the philosophy of America is anymore. I really don't. Uh, I agree. And, uh, you know, we keep talking about American values, but just what are they? I mean, the values that this government is trying to put over, um, you know, the rest of the world are uh, rainbow flag values. They're not, uh, and, you know, that sort of thing. Let me ask you this. They keep mentioning the 14th Amendment. Now, the 14th Amendment, the clause that they're referring to is in Section 5. Section 5 was added after the Civil War, and it was really meant to freeze out anybody who supported uh, the Confederacy. And they use the word insurrection. And you and I and the rest of the country has been inundated with this word insurrection since Joe Biden took the presidency under very, very, very questionable circumstances. But the reality is what they're promising and what they're threatening 
the American people with is a nullification of the principles of the republic, and they are threatening to nullify Congress itself. Why are yeah. why is there no yeah. call for an impeachment? Why are the, the Republicans a, in Congress just shutting up? Oh, uh, it's just because here's here's the thing to keep in mind that uh, this particular presidency has been won almost solely of executive orders. There have been very, very few laws passed that uh, you know for him to sign and so he just issues executive orders uh and now, by the way, this process began during the New Deal when the Roosevelt administration insisted that Congress just give over, redelegate its powers. And this process has been going on ever since. And, uh, and so now, and you know, and each administration sets a bad example for the next one. But this one here, this is uh, there is um, nothing. To be said, Congress is the one in charge of the purse strings, and that includes the debt limit. That is written into law. It is not up to Joe Biden to say, oh, I don't think I want to obey this law anymore because I don't like it. Uh, that uh, instead, what you, know, what you have is lawlessness. I don't see any other way we can put it. But the beauty uh, of talking law- the beauty of talking to you is yeah. that, number one, you understand the principles of not just capitalism, but America itself and propertyism. Did we lose them? We lost them, huh? All right, we're going to fight to get them back. But what I want to ask Professor William Anderson is very, very simple. When you understand the principles of this nation, when you understand exactly what a republic is, are you there, Professor? Hello? Professor? Going once, going twice. Why do I feel like I'm talking from, to Craig from Mount Greenwood? All right, we're going to effort to get the professor back. In the meantime, what the current government is is doing to American citizens, what it's doing to our economy, is against the principles of Americanism. And in there lies our real issue. If we're not going to have the represent, representatives themselves that want the power we elected them to, then the game is over. Is it not? Professor, are you there? Uh- yeah, I'm here now. Hold on a second. Uh, that was the NSA. Don't worry. Yeah, I've been uh, having a lot. Of, having a lot of trouble with this phone today. I don't know. Well, there you go. We lost them again. Uh, what I'm going to do is go to. We're going to go to break. I'm going to try to get them back. And in the meantime, three one two six four two fifty six hundred. I really want an answer because I have the utmost respect for this professor who spent his life not just on the principles of capitalism and property rights but based in the principles of the individual over a government. We'll do that as soon as I get back. Squirrel, take us to commercial. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Nice. Little 60s. Make me feel good. Every time I hear something from the 60s, I feel good. When I talk about somebody who remembers the 60s, I feel even better. He is Professor William Anderson. Senior editor at the Mises Institute and professor emeritus of economics. Professor, when you see Janet Yellen basically nullify the debt ceiling three months ago and operate outside of the parameters and continue the spending spree, when you see the government promise to implement and bastardize the 14th Amendment, what exactly will restrain the government from itself at this point? 
Well, right now, we don't. there are no breaks out there. The mainstream media is all cheering them on. People like Paul Krugman are cheering them on. And uh, the, you don't have uh, the, the kinds of restraints that we need to have in, uh, you know, with a government like ours. Because what happens if democracy simply is, okay, whatever the majority wants, what majority gets, what happens if that's all it is, um, and then it's just nothing but plundering. And uh, and I think that's really what, where we are right now. This is, this is very disconcerting. I mean, I think that, that Biden basically is saying, look, I'm going to do what I want to do. And so uh, why should I negotiate with you? And of course, that the media is going to portray any, anything the Republic's Republicans do uh, to try to deal with spending is just being immoral or they hold over this idea, oh my gosh, you're going to default and then the entire world financial system will fall apart, which is just nonsense. I mean, that. let's be honest, if capital markets really depend on the United States uh, churning out uh, borrowed money, you know, just you don't have an economy. Money. Well, yeah, we yeah, that's not an economy anymore. That's yeah, Sean, you're exactly right. At that point, you no longer an economy. I don't, you know, I don't know what you are, but uh, you know, an economy, a capital markets involve moving money to develop capital, not you know, borrowing money so the government can spend. Well, what's funny to me is um, this lack of understanding. If we're only paying the minimum payment on our debt. We'll always be wallowing and drowning in the same problem we have today. Can we sustain if we do not pay down the debt? Or is this minimum payment nonsense that we've been on arguably, this is a bipartisan issue. Do you think somebody can get elected by saying we need to stop the spending levels and pay down the principal? Otherwise, we're living in this bust out world where we're just paying the VIG, the interest. I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me. No, I, I think you're absolutely right. And, uh, you know, this is the monster that swallows you. Remember this, that beyond all of the rhetoric that you get from government, when you're dealing with economics, you are dealing with real things. You're dealing with capital goods, you know, resources, consumer goods, all of these things. These are real items. And that when you manipulate things as the Federal Reserve does by, you know, uh, you know, um, there are a million ways that they try to pull the rat sure. out of their hat. But when you when you engage in this kind of manipulation, remember what you're doing is disturbing the relationship between all these real goods. They're constantly having to do it. You undermine protection. You undermine the development of real capital. And you start paying for that. And the way you pay for it are empty shelves. Uh, you know, people cannot get the medicine they need uh, that uh, you start seeing deterioration, you, you know, in Yep. And uh, just the capital structure and the in, in the infrastructure, and you don't have the resources to fix it. And they give know, away I the greatest that, principles. They give away the greatest country, and they keep yeah. pretending they're going to deliver utopia rather than making people understand we already had it. He is Professor William Anderson, senior editor at the Mises Institute. You can find him at Mises.org, and you can look him up, Professor William Anderson. I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you making yourself available and how much I respect your writings and your, and your process. Thank you so much.
Thank you, sir. You take care. You too. We'll be back with your calls and comments. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. It's funny, squirrel. You don't think that's funny? Mercedes Jackson stole a Jeep. Come on, man. It's right in the title. Mercedes Jackson stole a Jeep. Three armed robberies. She sounds like a real catch. I bet you she's dainty. You want to bet? Oh, I'll bet you she's a smoker. She's probably, what, about five, six, stunning, curvy. What do you think? I want you to find out, uh, honey bunny. If Mercedes Jackson, who stole a Jeep, is more than just a catchy name. Trish in her car. Hey, Sean. I was just uh, at Target. Did you get robbed or carjacked? No, I'm good. Good, good. Uh, But I walked in there. You know, every June it's Pride Month, and I'm not talking about Pride Month here. There used to be T-shirts and, you know, today there were onesies for babies and little bibs and I mean, just all this Well, sure, stuff. you know, you don't want the kids to be confused when they look at uh, bald men with lipstick on and a dress. you got to start, start them early in the onesies. Perfectly fine. Absolutely normal. Everything is fine. We'll have to see what box he checks. Zicky appeared before a judge today who refused to release him, instead extraditing him to Virginia. The investigation is being led by Metropolitan Washington Airport's authority, which means this is about... What went down at Reagan National in D.C.? He stole the. Remember the guy in the dress, the the kleptomaniac, keeps stealing things, got arrested. Yeah. Everything is. You got to start brainwashing the kids. Did you hang up on me? Trish? Trish hung up. No, no, I'm still here. Um, I thought you hung up on me. Yeah, this is what's different, Sean, and I feel this. I can remember the 60s. I'm about six years older than you. And. There wasn't this kind of culture going on where we're going after kids, and it's just, it's a freak show at school. Do you know why, Trish, in the 60s, in the 70s, in the 80s, in the 90s, in the 2000s, right up until about three years ago, the idea that you could have a conversation about sex with kids in grade school was outrageous. Outrageous. Mm -hmm. But so was the idea that you could go in the bathroom with women. That was outrageous, too. So, unfortunately... The mafia understands you must balkanize society. You have to separate them on all kinds of issues. So they're going to throw everything at the wall because they hope you don't realize $6 trillion is missing from one bureaucracy. Just one. So now let's look into all the other ones. But no, no, no. You got to let this freak in the bathroom with your daughter. And the good news is, Trish, I can tell you this. Chicago's already gone. It's a sewer of corruption. You could take all these areas. But I'll tell you one neighborhood in Elmwood Park, two neighborhoods. Elmwood Park or Melrose Park, a 35-year-old man, whether he's got a dress on or not, is never going to go into the bathroom where those guys let their little girls go in. I can guarantee you that. So I don't really care what they do in Washington, D.C. After all, look at these scarecrows they hire, Trish. But in the meantime, I got an update. Where's that uh, cut? Here we go. Uh, And I want to say um, to our witnesses, thank you for being here, um, for standing up and and showing us your, your courage. Uh, I'd like to focus a couple of questions um, and, and ask Ms. Gaines to respond. You know, the, the evening that uh, the attack on you happened, I, I mean, I think the whole country thought, how is this possible? 
you've had the courage to speak out on an issue that is very personal to you. This um, is the swimmer who was beat by the six foot four man after training her entire life. And when she was giving speeches of how outrageous it is, we pretend that that man is a woman. Man, six foot four, wingspan like a six foot four man, because, you know, he is a man. And then she, she ironically was a victim of Marxists. I have three daughters, and to think about the issue that you're talking about and standing up for what you believe in, the freedom of speech, the First Amendment protects your ability to do that. Um, and yet, San Francisco State University President Lynn Mahoney wrote a letter sympathizing those who attacked you. And I, I can't imagine how that has made you feel. I know how it's made me feel. No, it's... um. We've used the term domestic terrorists a lot in in this hearing, and that's constantly something I get called um, by these same left-leaning protesters who, um, again, for simply saying women deserve fairness, we deserve safety, and we deserve privacy, and we deserve respect. And I get called a domestic terrorist all the time. Um, No, this kid's my daughter's age, I think. I think this kid's only 22 years old. She's got more brains than Dianne Feinstein, who just ruined her wheelchair. Um, so this term for me, maybe I have a, a skewed perception of, of what it means. Um, but yes, it, it's been, um, I don't know. Again, it's just disheartening to be in the position I'm in, feeling like I'm asking for the bare minimum, um, feeling like I'm asking for something that is so simple that we all are entitled to, yet I'm being you know, held hostage. And there's one more piece I wanted to mention about this night that um, I haven't really touched on. I briefly touched on it in my testimony, but... The verbiage outside the room, when I was still giving my speech, these protesters, um, the video doesn't do a good job showing of just how many were in these stairways. I mean, it was hundreds of people. But these people, they were outside the rooms, and one side of the hallway would yell, trans rights are under attack, and the other side would yell back, what do we do? We fight back. And they kept using the term, we fight back. Very important. And so after I'd finally been barricaded, and and I was in this room for a couple hours, and they kept saying it, I'm like, why do they keep, keep saying we fight back? And we've talked a lot about this stemming from the top in regards to um, you know, Trump and January 6th and, and Tucker Carlson giving the license to people to basically do whatever they want. Because, But we're not talking about this on this side of it. Because the day before this incident at San Francisco State, the Biden administration press secretary had a press release, a press conference, where she says word for word, our trans community is resilient and they fight back. And I find it so... Ironic, they were using the exact same verbiage, we fight back. They kept saying it continuously. And so I wanted to put that on the record because we've talked about it a lot, stemming from the top on the other side. But I think it's crucial to understand that that, that goes both ways. Well, Ms. That's Gaines. a very, imp- do you understand what she's saying? It'll come if we ever get an audit. We're paying for this mafia. We're paying these bust out degenerate scum. And I don't just mean the bald one with the lipstick who steals from airports or the other one, the 65-year-old potbelly pretending to be an admiral in the Navy. And is your ash... Shut up. You're not my ash. You're just a big fat ass. In the meantime, this is very orchestrated, very strategic, because they're balkanizing our society. After all, there are still some good neighborhoods, thank God, where your little girl will not be accosted in the bathroom by some sick, twisted man pretending to be a girl. There are many, but I could name two off the top of my head. Joe Bourbon A. Hey, Sean. Good to talk to you again. You too. Got a question. I shared the disgust for that hate-mongering, race-baiting POS president. 
when he was at Howard University and he made the statement that white supremacy is the greatest threat to our nation right now, my, 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 I just don't understand if, if they do the breakdown of where the crime and the murders are coming from, and I'm just going to give out quick numbers, and I'm going to break it down real quickly, that basically African-American males between the ages of 15 and 35 are responsible for 50% of the murders in the United States for the last hundred years, how is white supremacy our greatest threat to our society? Well, it's an indictment of anybody. Listen, all he's trying to do is indict anybody who voted for Trump, including me. And I'll tell you right now, I hate white people. I hate them all. I hate the white people like Karl Marx. I hate the white people that support any kind of fascism, communism, or socialism like Bernie Sanders. I hate all those white people. Hate them all. So I'm not quite sure what he means. You're not indicting me. You're only indicting Democrats. See, Democrats are the party of racism. They always have been. They're the party of the Klan. Like his friend, Joe Biden's friend, Robert Byrd, the Grand Wizard. See, but morons who just want something for nothing, they'll vote for anybody as long as it's a big handout. And they'll not even realize they're not white supremacists. They're government supremacists. See, that's the real problem in this country. Government supremacists. And they're in every borough. They're in every place. And they come from all kinds of colors. Anthony, thanks. Local Satanists are going after the city, saying their First Amendment rights are being violated. This group alleges they've been banned from saying hail Satan at city council meetings. The lawsuit says the city violated their rights as a religious group by excluding disfavored minority faiths from giving an invocation at the start of meetings. Oh, by the way, the Satanists. Yeah, they're Democrats, too. All starting to make sense. Mitchell displays. Hey, what's up there, Sean? Um, you know, this whole movement regarding um, transgender is is done by design because they get to they get all this attention. Number one, because they're they're centennials. So their entire time since they grew up the last twenty years, yeah, they've been surrounded by me by what I call you know social media, and that's where they get their power, and that's where they get their self esteem to become more emboldened. So now what you have is a big problem, okay? Because the more attention they get, it's being reinforced by all these dimwits and radical Democrats in the public school system. I saw it firsthand, Daddyo. Yeah, and I wonder, I wonder if all the Democrats and uh, who understand that what also is being covered up is that the government supremacists that inhabit the FBI or the CIA, but the FBI has just been found of thousands, I believe it's 320,000 abuses of the American privacy by misusing the idea that people could be investigated because they were either part of the January 6th or, ironically enough, BLM. You think the Democrats will will call for the, the, the defunding of the FBI the way I am? Well, it's co- it's Cointel Pro. You remember when yeah. Hoover did Cointel Pro from '56 yeah. to 1971? Yeah. This is in retrograde video. They're doing the exact same thing, but they're going after people on a fictional story called January 6. It was a work of fiction. Yeah. It was nothing oh, more than a soundstage in, in Orlando. Okay, I couldn't, agree, I couldn't agree more with you. And 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 you know the, the 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 greatest part of it all is I think that we can finally get a bipartisan agreement. I think we all should demand for an immediate defunding of the Federal Bureau of Incompetence or Forever Bothering Italians, whichever you prefer. I think there is something we could finally agree on. Of course, I'm not quite sure about the Satanists. The group says more than 50 local religious groups have given invocations in front of city council since the Satanic Temple, Illinois, first inquired about giving one back in December of 2019. Satanic Temple of Illinois. That's the only thing I've heard in the news that makes complete sense. 312-642-5600. 
Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome. On the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Now, there's a lot of hype on news that you're supposed to be all excited about the next election. Why? They stole the last one. Unequivocally stole it. 81 million people do not exist that voted for this dimwit in diapers. Sorry, hate to break it to you. I give a rip what this propagandist media says. In the meantime, O'Keefe Media Group, you remember he was, he was the good guy that was thrown out of Project Veritas after he uh, proved beyond the shadow of a doubt both the uh, big pharma and the uh, military-industrial complex were working hand-in-glove with the Democrat mafia and key Republicans. Well, he was thrown out. Well, he's got a new, pl- new thing now. It's called O'Keefe Media Group. And he's going state by state. First he did Maryland, now Arizona. Look at my conversation with Ronaldo. Three hours later, and I'm like, holy what time is it? A citizen journalist was at the bar at the Center for Election Innovation and Research Conference in Washington, D.C., and spoke with this man, Ronaldo Valenzuela, Director of Elections, Maricopa County, Arizona Recorder's Office and Elections Department. And the citizen journalist heard him tell her how to vote twice. I had an opportunity to visit the Hilton and Spy Museum for the election integrity conference and i happened to sit down by ronaldo or ray venezuela he's the director at the election integrity in maricopa county now add up the ballot harvesting the same day voter registration and the lack of audits it's almost like the pentagon and what's at stake trillions of dollars trillions of dollars so the idea of desantis and versus trump and we're gonna win 2024 no i'm not biting on that they stole it They'll continue to steal it. There's a crime syndicate at play. Robert Villa Park. Hi, Sean. How you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm okay. Hey, listen. Um, with the transgenders, I got a question after I say this, but um, the transgender stuff has been going on since Obama. The same guys running this show. The tra- we had a four-year break. Well, here's the thing, though, brother. The transgender stuff has been going on for thousands of years. This isn't a new phenomenon. What's new is the forced opinion of people. I've, I, I've dealt in business. I, I, I tell the story for a long time. This was be- this was right in the beginning of Obama. Maybe it was before Obama. I did a real estate deal. There was a guy there dressed as a woman. He was a real estate guy. I did the deal and moved on. I don't care. You don't mind if I think you look ridiculous, though. And at the end of it, he had said to me, you didn't comment. Did I have to? You don't think I believe you're a woman, right? You want to dress like that? Go ahead. I see guys with those coogly sweaters still on. Doesn't matter to me. Go ahead. What was your next question? Well, the question was, uh, there's this gun buyback happening this weekend. Yeah. And I was wondering if they have ever traced one of those guns back to a crime. There's immunity with that buyback. They don't ask any questions. They just take the gun. What I like is when the when the gangbangers are arbitraging it. When they buy the gun for $20 or $30, then they sell it for 100 they, You tell me capitalism will be dead. Even these idiots, these Chicago P- CPSD student gangbangers are, are making money on this city. Which goes to tell you why we're a, a joke, a laughing stock. This isn't American news. This is Australian, I believe. But anyway, let's talk about another story which just depresses me no end, and it's the death of the great American city. I have always loved Chicago, but it seems like Chicago is now on a path to utter self-destruction. They've elected a new 
woke mayor, Brandon Johnson, who wants a $12 billion financial package to raise taxes for certain residents, I would say income-producing ones. You wrote about this on your Powerline blog. Talk us through just how bonkers some of these proposals are. James, it's really unbelievable. Uh, People thought that Chicago had hit the bottom of the barrel when they elected Lori Lightfoot as mayor and crime just spiraled out of control. The economy in Chicago is in the dumps. And there was a mayoral election and Lori Lightfoot did lose, but she lost to this guy, uh, Brandon Johnson, on her left. If you can imagine that, Chicago's voters. By the way, what's the new uh, the new administration? And we're going to get about, what, 42,000 people in, on the payroll. I love it. I, you're going to love the new communist Chicago. For a more left wing candidate than Lori Lightfoot. So now they put together this proposal to raise an additional $12 billion in taxes to fund what they call a just Chicago. Well, it turns out that a just Chicago, among other things, means defunding the police. So they want to raise $12 billion from Chicago. Yeah, but I don't think these gangster disciple cats, and I don't know what the name of their gang is, I really don't care. But they're not paying attention to any of this stuff, especially the weapon stuff. Tanya and Terrell, they are shaken up and they are cleaning up this morning. This has the whole neighborhood rattled. The shootout started right here at these gas pumps. And this morning we are seeing the shootout from several surveillance cameras in the area. Take a look. The loud barrage of gunfire from several guns, including a fully automatic weapon, woke up sleeping. Didn't that guy know? We can't have fully mad at him. Do you think he had a bump stock? I think think he, I I don't know if he knows about any of these laws. Ah, why would he? He's the product of the CPS school system. 312-642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. I do not hear... One politician talking about cutting spending or auditing $6 trillion that one entity called the Pentagon admits to losing. You lost six. If you're not going to fix things, then do me a favor. Just admit what we are, a third world dictatorship. And then I could pretend that we're going to somehow come out of this if we ever get to that one place the communists ever keep telling us the utopian statism we're going to get to. I mean, after all, you look around the hellhole Democrat neighborhoods, everybody knows what they are. They're bust outs and frauds. That's who runs them. We're learning late this afternoon. He owes the city of Chicago thousands of dollars and is way behind in paying his bills. CBS 2 investigator Megan Hickey joins us live from the newsroom with this breaking story. Erica Capital Facts is reporting that Johnson owes the city of Chicago more than $3,000 in unpaid water. And How much is a water bill, Squirrel? What's a water bill? Average water bill in Chicago. Well, I looked it up. It's $26. So this bust out somehow owed $3,000, and this is the idiot that you put in charge of the city? You want to know how it's going to look in the future? Don't say Detroit anymore. This will be worse than Detroit, because Detroit was never as successful as Chicago was. It'll be worse. And that's why Groupon paid $9.2 million 
to break their lease, you idiots. Tom, Blue Island. Hey, buddy, dittos. Thank you. I, you know, you revisited a couple of times. But in 2020, my point of view was the only way Trump could lose is if they stole it, and they did. And as you've said, regardless of if it's Trump or DeSantis, I don't see how it can be DeSantis. But if you haven't changed the circumstances of which the election is going to be run, how in the world can you expect there to be a different result? Yeah, do not drink the Kool-Aid, man. This is the thing. These are liars and cult leaders. These are swindlers of corruption. And they're trying to get you excited so you, you refuse, you don't look back at the trillions of dollars they've already stolen and the election they've already stolen. So I'm not going to do that. And to prove my point, what happens to all the people that were selling what we now know is a lie? And everybody knew it was a lie. But what happens to the actual liars? Democratic Congressman Adam Schiff has officially entered the race for the U.S. Senate. We will do that. I'm Adam Schiff, and I'm running for the U.S. Senate. Boy, he sounds a little side saddle, doesn't he? Yeah, he sounds like if you get lost, you turn into a forest preserve. There's Adam Schiff back in his car. In. Adam Schiff, however, was one of the greatest promoters of the lie, of the swindle, of the steel dossier. Everybody knows it. I mean, after all, even people on The View knew it. So I want to ask you about something that's in the news a lot right now. Um, you've been really prolific over the past few years being the head of the Intel Committee, and you defended, promoted, you even read into the congressional record the Steele dossier. Um, and we know last week the main source of the dossier was indicted by the FBI for lying about most of the key claims in that dossier. Do you have any reflections on your role in promoting this to the American people? Well, first of all, whoever lied to the FBI or lied to Christopher Steele should be prosecuted, uh, and they are. Uh, and unlike in the Trump administration, if they're convicted, they should go to jail, not be pardoned. Uh, so Donald Trump pardoned Roger Stone for lying. He pardoned Michael Flynn for lying. Uh, if people lied to the FBI, they should go to jail. Um, but at the beginning of the Russian investigation, I said that any allegations should be investigated. We couldn't have known, for example, people were lying to Christopher Steele. So what about when the FBI lies? Do they go to jail? Because that's all they've ever done, at least for the last five years. So it was proper to investigate them. And let's not forget what we learned in that investigation. We learned that the Trump campaign chairman, Paul Manafort, was giving internal polling data, campaign polling data, to Russian intelligence while Russian intelligence was helping the Trump and campaign. And to be clear, he was fired halfway through the campaign. Well, he may have been fired, yeah. but the, the effort to get Russian help continued and even beyond the effort to get Russian help. But you the may president have also spread Russian disinformation get... yourself for years by promoting this. I think that's what Republicans and what people Uh-oh. who entrusted you as the Intel Committee Chair are so confused about your culpability in all of this. Well, I completely disagree with your premise. Uh, it's one thing to say allegations should be investigated, and they were. It's another to say that we should have foreseen in advance that some people were lying to Christopher Steele, which is impossible, of course, to do. But, but let's not use that as a smokescreen to somehow shield Donald Trump's culpability for inviting Russia to help them in the election, which they did, for trying to coerce Ukraine into helping him in the next election, mm. which he did, uh, into inciting an insurrection, insurrection, which he did. Um, none of that is undercut. None of that serious misconduct is in any way diminished by the fact that people lied to Christopher Steele. No, I think just your credibility is. But it's not really. See, among the Democrat mafia, 
credibility isn't something you need. Otherwise, you wouldn't have this whore for 50 years, this dementia patient who pretends to be president rather than what he really is. An example of the corruption in our government. Are you California? Schiff officially announced his candidacy at a rally in Burbank this morning. He is currently California's representative in Congress. Schiff already has the endorsement of former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, but only if Senator Dianne Feinstein does not run for re-election. Feinstein is rumored to have health problems, including cognitive decline. What happened to all of the investigations into Paul Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, the inside trade? It's all gone? Oh, gone. You got to love the government where you get caught lying, cheating, and stealing, and you get a promotion. That's how it works in these Democrat sewers. Cream Puff Jim knows it. Yeah. Hi, Sean. How are you? Good. The Biden announcement is going to put a pile of scratch into the, put all the homeless off the street in the next two years. Our mayor's all behind it. And the beauty of this is the homeless get a free open bar at the Ritz Carlton. Yeah. So they're, so they're feeling no pain by the time they move into their new digs. A chicken in every yeah. pot. Isn't that what the communists always promote? <laughs> well, that, was the guy, that was the guy down in Louisiana, my favorite. Uh, yeah. Huey Long. Huey yeah. Long. Yeah, chicken in every pot. Cream Puff Jim, if homelessness was a stock, I'd go long. Because the one thing that is on, the one thing that's certain in these sewers of corruption is more failure. Thank you very much. Try not to trip as you have to step over these Democrat bums. In the meantime, let's talk about the real Democrat bum. Sewer charges. This comes just five days until Johnson faces off against Paul Vallis in the runoff election. Here's what he owes. $3,357.04 in unpaid charges and almost eight months of not paying the city. He finally did pay on February 13th, 2023, but only $91.08. How do you make out a check for $91.08? 91.08. All right. I know I owe 3000 I know I, my water bill was $26, so I must not have paid you ever. Here's a, here's, here's a check with $0.08 cents on it, you fracking bust out. Mike Desplains. Hey, I want to talk about uh, Manchin uh, being bought out by Biden for the, uh, <laughs> the pine going from West Virginia to Virginia. Yeah. Uh, so we can kill two birds with one stone. We can uh, impeach, send somebody uh, impeach both somebody, of them at the same time. Mike, do you know who Joe Manchin is? You know, in that car, in the very famous picture of Joe Biden in the convertible with the Klansman Robert Byrd. You know who's next to him, right? Joe Manchin. You know that Joe yeah, Manchin's yeah. daughters are riddled in scandal. They're like, who would they be? Like Chuck Schumer's kids. You know, the one that works for Facebook and Google. Well, Joe Manchin's daughters work for the. F- pharmaceutical industrial complex and she made a ton of money on the on the insulin you know the one that they promised they're going to get down for the people like my niece with diabetes they're going to save us the politicians will save us but their kids all work in the companies where the government has to pay thousands of dollars for the insulin shot so come on theater of course it is and that's the part that i really like you picked up on this is a fracking act the republicrats there's no difference brother I got a thing how to kill two birds with one stone. Okay. Right. You, you take all the gangbangers that don't have jobs for the summer. Okay. You send them to West Virginia to dig the pipeline. Okay. Oh, you know, Mike, you a- fell into that premise. You think somebody who gets something for nothing wants to work for it all of a sudden? No, no, Mike, you know better than that. It's not going to save itself. 
What has to happen is you have to go to high ground. And from high ground, that stuff doesn't exist. And if it does exist, they weed it out. I'm very proud to be a uh, law and order state. We've been supportive of law enforcement, the people that wear the uniform since the day I became governor. We've never wavered in that. We've never wavered in the idea that uh, people commit crimes, need to be held accountable. We're not going to let the inmates run the asylum in the state of Florida. And partially because of that, and through the hard work of so many people who are working the streets at municipal level, county level, and our state law enforcement uh, agencies, Florida's crime rate's at a 50-year low. And that's not what you're seeing in other parts of the country. 50-year low? What must that be like? We're following breaking news right now. A 17-year-old boy suffers a graze wound following a rolling gun battle on the city's north side. Investigators say people inside a black truck and a red sedan were... Ah, it's just... Come on, honey. It's Thursday night. It's a very, it's a very sad story, James. But Chicago's not alone. San Francisco, Portland, other American cities are just circling the drain, frankly. It's a real shame because, you know, the great American city used to be a wonderful thing, as, as we both know. But I want to move on to another story, which is disturbing and strange, but also tells us a bit about where we are. And we've seen more than 60 legislators in Tennessee signing a letter uh, in Tennessee calling for the Metro Nashville police to release the manifesto of that shooter who shot up the Covenant School. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not get crazy. Yeah, no, no. It might lead to a link of antidepressants, transgenderism. Democrat base, all having kinds of problems. Roger on the south side. Hey, my friend. Um, so this is coming from a source. The Brandon Johnson people are, are going back on um, stuff that was over a year, year and a half ago, and checking and seeing controversial posts on, on social media. Uh, By people who work for the city? Or of people who yeah. work for the city? Yeah, and my point is this. I honestly think you're going to see this go back to an error of such blatant, um, you know, Al Capone days. You know what I'm saying? Well, brother, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're Roger, you know, Democrats are fascists. They're collectivists. They're government supremacists. They cannot afford to have people who question that or push back in the government. They must force retribution. It's why the IRS only goes after Republicans. They never go after any of the LLCs where these roaches, these Democrat oligarchs like the Bidens or the dailies for that matter. Has anybody ever audited a daily? What's that look like? You could start with the bald one or the one that can read. How about the drunk in Michigan who was the mayor? You could start with any of these idiots. Go ahead. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just a shame it, because here's our, our biggest problem is, I mean, you're never going to get law and order here. Well, I don't care who the mayor was no. when you've got Preckwinkle in there and uh, and Tim uh, Evans, you know, yeah. and, and and the rest of the white woke judges from, you know, from. Uh, I don't think it matters. I, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think the race matters. I think the race is just an excuse and an illusion. I'll tell you what I mean by that. Here's my congressman. True or false, President Biden says he wants 50% of new cars to be electric by 2030. By the way, my, my congressman is not a Caucasian squirrel. I've had the pleasure of meeting Byron Donalds. I love him. And no matter what the topic is, he's on the right side of everything. True, but I guess now it's 60%. Okay. True or false, in order to meet Tesla's EV needs, and this is only Tesla, by the way, um, 
By 2030, global lithium supply must be increased by, uh, by X times. Oh, it definitely has to increase somehow. We don't know from where. It has to increase greatly. But we yes. do know from okay. where. True or false, a typical electric car requires six times the mineral inputs of a, conven- of a conventional car. Yes. True or false, the nuclear energy is the most viable option for a steady stream of reliable, affordable, carbon-free electricity to power EV charging stations 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. I'm sorry, what? Nuclear power. Yes. That's, okay. my, that's my understanding. Okay. Not an expert, but... That's fine. Last question. If 50 percent of the cars were electric vehicles today, is there enough power on the electric grid to charge them all? Absolutely not. No. He goes on to ask what country all the materials come from, who benefits. And he says China. See, because in Florida, whether you're white, or you're black, or you're brown or you're yellow, no matter what it is, you know exactly what's going on here. The asset of enemies, foreign and domestic, is Joe Biden the arbiter of all this communist swindle boondoggle. We can build enough schools and hospitals. We can, if we can have modern mass transit systems, we can eliminate poverty and want. We can do all this. We can provide these services only if we eliminate corporate profits as the kingpin on the list of priorities. Vote for communists. I mean, Democrats. It's all the same nonsense. Racism, sexism. The agenda of homosexuality, all of it. It's all a ruse for the government supremacists. 312 642 5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, the answer. AM560, the answer. Get someone sneaking. What a voice. Did you ever see Kevin uh, Spacey play him? Great movie. Great movie. Kevin Spacey, just a little early on his scandal. If he would have played his cards right, he could have been a real senator. I mean, after all, they'll elect virtually anybody. Democratic Congressman Adam Schiff has officially entered the race for the U.S. Senate. (laughs) His whole thing is I can read better than Fetterman. Uh, Al in Milwaukee. Hi, Sean. You've been playing clips of Gus Hall, and I want to see if he ran for president or any elected office today. A lot of Democrats would denounce him as being too far to the right. <laughs> I, I think you're right. I, I don't think he would have been borrowing the way these Democrats are. You want to know something, else? That is an excellent point, and that just got you a shirt. Thank you very much. Jim in Crown Point, Indiana. Hey, Paisano. How are you? Uh, two things. First, talking about Gus Hall, I think it would be very appropriate for you to play Monty Python's Lumberjack song uh, when you introduce him. Do you want to know? I'm going to confess to something that's going to make me look terrible. I never liked Monty Python. I never, ever watched it, <laughs> except by accident. Like if my, I'd go in and somebody would have it on. I never liked those limey bastards. Anybody that believes there's a king and queen, get the hell out of here. But go ahead. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, the, the second point is that uh, election theft is simple math. You subtract the percent of people who actually vote or ballots that are submitted from 100 percent. And that's how. Oh, the NSA got him. The NSA got jail. I don't know what the hell happened there. But here's the here's the ridiculousness of it. 
These people who lie to you all day long, who steal your money in the Pentagon and the bureaucracies of everything from the EPA to the FBI, all of them, these are the people who give us the results. And they want you to believe that in a year when you could say we were suffering from COVID, you could, but they want you to believe that 80 more people than ever before in American history voted. And not only that, 17 million more who voted for Barack Obama voted for this imbecile. This imbecile in diapers who cannot speak. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping. That's not why anybody would vote for him. This is why people would vote for him. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to the press conference. Said, "No, nah, I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." Well, son of a bitch, <laughs> got fired, and they put in place someone who was solid. Solid to protect the gangster. Solid to protect the mafia. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Ta-da! I think we can pull this together. I'm optimistic. I really genuinely are. And you did. And when any bad news comes out, you disappear. Because you're a coward like every one of your voters like every one of your supporters, like every one of your half-assed gangsters who have pretend companies that build exit ramps. You don't fool anybody with an IQ over 60. The problem is there's still enough people in this country with an IQ under 60. Granted, most of them went to CPS. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, The Answer. AM 560, The Answer. You know, it's a funny position to be in, this position, because I have to scour a tremendous amount of information, and I'm very fortunate to be in this position. I love it. I love it. I don't think about anything but doing it. I'm mad that it's the weekend. I'm mad that we only have 20 minutes left. I'm mad. And the reason I am is because here it's like being a detective of not just policies, but of destroying what's killing our country. Corrupt fracking government is the systemic problem of this nation. This nation has built lives people risk their life to get here for, and they understand that. But through the bastardization of our government, it's become a very, very, very corrupt entity. A report released by Republicans Tuesday highlights more text messages between FBI agents Peter Strzok and Lisa Page. President Trump addressed the release on Twitter saying, quote, new FBI texts are bombshells. The two FBI agents have been accused of political bias during the investigation into Hillary Clinton's emails. Republican Senator Ron Johnson, who is chairman of the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee, released the report. And it alleges then President Obama was keeping tabs on the agent's investigation. CBS News Justice. Now, the Durham report proves all of that was true. It was true. It was the evidence. They've had the laptop, this entity 
that is supposed to be a bureau of investigation that through the years has committed atrocities that are almost unimaginable. By the way, it's a, it's a bipartisan problem. Just look at what they did to Martin Luther King, to name just one notable case. Reporter Paula Reed joins us now from Washington to talk about all of this because, Paula, this comes uh, just two months after the Justice Department released 90 pages of texts between Strzok and Page. Uh, the report contains four times, though, as many messages. So are there truly any bombshells, as the president seems to see in this? Well, there's there's no debating the fact that Strzok and Page did not care for then-candidate, now-President Trump. They describe him as loathsome, as an idiot. Uh, in fact, in this new batch, they refer to... Now, the- this crooked bastard and his mistress whore have thousands of text messages. And these are the people that are investigating. These are the ones that are running cover. And they are but the tip of the iceberg. Jennifer Koffendaffer is News Nation's law and justice contributor. And Jennifer, the report from the secret Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court found a series of abuses by the FBI in 2020 and 2021 that were, quote, persistent and widespread. What do you make of it? It's very disconcerting at best. When you look at the whole purpose of this law that came in after 9-11, the purpose was to find foreign adversaries that were going to commit terroristic uh, acts against our citizenry. This was never meant to target U.S. citizens. They're targeting U.S. citizens, and there's at least 380,000. You remember how this law was passed? There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. Fool me, we can't get fooled again. Yeah, that stupid son of a crook, he implemented it. And now we're victims of it. Well, we've got even more newly released text messages from FBI agent Peter Strzok. They appear to show other intelligence officials may have been involved in leaking to the media information leading up to the Hillary Clinton email probe and the Trump-Russia investigation. A text reading, quote, think our sisters have begun leaking like mad, scorned and worried and political. They're kicking it into overdrive. Sisters... And they got away with it. And then what are the other bureaucracies that are infiltrated by this mafia of Marxists and cohorts of corruption? Well, now an update on the Hunter Biden tax evasion investigation. An IRS whistleblower who claims to have information about mishandling of this probe now says the entire IRS investigative team has been removed, claiming that removal was retaliation after the whistleblower contacted Congress to allege a cover up in this case. The removal order. So the, the billions of dollars that were given to the Biden crime syndicate from the Communist Chinese Party all gone. Doesn't matter. They have backup plans in action. Hello? Hello, Linda. This is um, R.C. Maxwell calling from the O'Keefe Media Group on a recorded line. I'm sorry to frequently call you. It's an urgent matter. Yes, ma'am. Yeah? Why are you calling me? Uh, I'm calling because I sent a request for comment to your inbox regarding a story that's coming out this evening. Um, it's about Maryland residents being used to make thousands of political contributions um, that they did not approve of in their name. A story is coming out. I don't know anything about that. I don't have any comment. You have no comment. Can we say that? Okay. That was the Maryland election administrator. 
And guess what happened the next day, Squirrel? With your permission, I'd like to make a statement. Today I'm announcing that I'll be stepping down this summer as the administrator of elections for the state of Maryland. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I think that's the only time that crooked bastard ever spoke the truth in his miserable existence. What do you think of that? Jim in Crown Point. Jim is gone. Craig, I'm out, Greywood. Hey, Sean, thanks for taking my call. I'll tell you something. uh, This FBI and everything, that... These these rats took and uh, violated their uh, oath. They they basically, you know. Well, you don't want them to be oath keepers, do you? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Now listen. Here's what the, here's what the FBI is. They are frauds. They are bandits, and they are insurrectionists. Oh. No doubt about it. FBI. And, oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Ah, see, frauds, see. That's what they are. They're specialists and all this stuff like that. But here's the thing. Our country's gut shot unless something gets done here. These people are running. Well, you got the perfect time, Craig. Now we're buttered up against the debt ceiling, and the Republicrats can shut it all down tomorrow. In fact, the first thing they could do is defund all of these entities and these bureaucracies of intimidation from the IRS to the FBI to the CIA. In fact, they could demand part of passing any law in the future is a full forensic audit of the Pentagon. An accounting error at the Pentagon overvalued U.S. aid sent to Ukraine by $3 billion. Reuters cited two defense officials who said weapons taken from the U.S. military stock had been assigned a much higher... Oh, come on. You got you to gotta let the Ukrainians steal. You knew what they were. Last year. Do you remember what else started last year? Zelensky began his sacking spree. He fired many top officials, all for corruption. Now the new report says this was done to placate the U.S., and that American officials knew that Zelensky and team are skimming millions. Then Hirsch goes on to make other claims, like how Zelensky is actually using American funds to buy Russian oil. How Let's party like Ukrainian lobbyists. Don't forget, it's Friday night. We only got one segment left if you care to participate. 312-642-5600. Party like Ukrainian lobbyists. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I wonder if they got Zelensky on a table in Saudi Arabia like all the rest of the strippers and whores. Go ahead, Felix. Dance for your money. Dance. Tony in Riverside. Hi, Sean. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Hey, Sean, let's start doing something, man. I mean, can you start helping? Freedomsquare.com, baby. I'm on it. I'm already on that, Sean. But I'm thinking all you guys that have some say-so on AM radio need to start giving out either addresses or phone numbers. I give out the addresses to those cream puffs at the score. None of those bastards showed up. What do you want me to do? Oh, those. Those guys, please, yeah. don't even get me started. But so I'm I, talking about, like, let's pick one of the corrupt politicians. I envision Miracle on 34th Street, where all of a sudden there's so many letters coming to their desk that the post office doesn't know what to do. Yeah, but I, I keep thinking about Natalie Wood and then how that guy killed her and got away with it. But, yeah, I agree. I, I like the Miracle on 34th Street. Great movie. 
Don in Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean, I've been to the Ukraine. It's corrupt down to the last <laughs> citizen. Every Everybody knew that. Everybody knew what it I was. Know, I've, I've been there, and I was approached by a businessman who wanted to convince me into being a lead guy in the United States to bring in some sort of mineral that now I found out that I probably would have been a millionaire or dead uh, to bring. Uh, well, that's kind of how it goes in, in Ukraine. That's why they had such a <laughs> such a thriving economy. Do you know what's funny? People don't realize the Ukrainian people were trying to break up government corruption for years, yep. eight years embroiled in a civil war, eight years. The Americans didn't give jack about it. Now, granted, those they were the know. Obama years and they were already corrupting. They already had Hunter Biden. They were already using it as a cash register. That's why you never yep. hear about Ihor Kolomoisky. Whatever happened to that fat pig who had his own army? Ihor Kolomoisky, because he's the one behind the guy, behind the guy, everything from the banking to the natural gas. Now what happened? He's all gone? Where'd he go? Did he retire? They got our fracking money, and they're stealing it. And the poor Ukrainian people, like, once again, all victims of corrupt governments, they don't matter. Their lives are destroyed. And nobody gives a rip about the hundreds of thousands of them that are dead. Nobody wants it to stop. It's a disgrace, Don. Disgrace. All right, buddy. Thank you very much. Glad you didn't become a Ukrainian uh, oligarch. Although you probably would have got one of those three-quarter length jackets like Bono from U2. You drive around in those Mercedes Benz. And don't forget the music. Go down in Bloomingdale. Go Zelensky. Yeah. Zelensky's got a thong on his head right now. He's half naked dancing in Saudi Arabia. Dance for your money, whore. Robert in Bloomingdale. Oh, that sounds icky. Hey, Sean. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> You know, you got this nitwit in the White House making all these stupid commentaries. All I have to say is, ladies and gentlemen, I rest my case. Vote for Trump in 2024. Uh, I love that, too, Robert. You're too nice of a guy. It doesn't matter. I mean, after all, you know how it goes. We were steadfast in our commitment to protecting the integrity of our electoral process and safeguarding the right and ability of all eligible voters to cast their ballots. Then why are you stepping down? I mean, I know you're reading from your lawyer, but... Hey, 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 Democrat whore, why are you stepping down? Where are you going? Where are you going? The the position has never existed without Linda serving in it. The position was created in the 1998 rewrite of the election law article. Oh, you mean when you decided you could always have a fail-safe plan? You mean that? We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of american politics i agree jim crown point God, i crack up every time i hear that Thank hey you. i need a cigar recommendation just something nice and smooth gonna calm me down after this afternoon avo nicaraguan synchro six by 60 you're gonna do something you do it right do it like a man avo nicaraguan which by the way there is a small sale at the elmer cigar house where i increase the price by the time you get to the cash register in the meantime, remember, it's Friday and we're going to win. Save yourself. Get to a good city and a good state. Get away from these fracking Democrats. They ruin everything. All right. Have a good weekend. And remember, we're Americans. Oh, can you see by the dawn's early light what so Through the pain.
Before his father killed him over an electric bill. Remember, stay proud, stay American, stay safe. And if you're in Chicago, stay away from Hyundai's, Kia's, and Democrats hanging out of the windows. They're not selling cookies. Serpentine. Have a good weekend. I'll be back on Monday. Don't just have a great night, have an American night. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.